Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I, of course, am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. I'm doing this because of my love for coffee. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right. Welcome to this week's episode number 55. 55. Yikes. That means it's season two, episode 15, number 55. Since we're with the Bears, let's stick with linebacker Doug Buffone, number 55, great linebacker, great Bears player, um, another in the tradition of great uh, linebackers with the Bears, and Lance Briggs, I think later wore number 55, another great linebacker for the Bears. So, okay, this week's special guest that I paid for through Cameo is none other than Detective Kit McCraw, a.k.a. Rona Mitra, one of my favorite, favorite actresses. She was in Get Carter. She played Geraldine. And the only other Geraldine I really liked was on Flip Wilson. Rachel had her send me a congratulations for my one-year anniversary with uh, with the podcast and uh, came out really good. She's just a very nice person, does a lot of uh, animal rescue work. And when she talks just a little bit about it, she has a rescue dog with her. She said... She apologized for the way she was dressed, that she had a, um, was given shots in the morning because she's on a farm. So uh, she took the time out. And again, it's through Cameo, great site. There's nothing better than having one of your favorite people say your name. They're talking directly to you. And it was really good. Season three of Nip Talk with her uh, was great. Um, we're going to play it now and enjoy Rona Mitra, R H O N A, like. Rhonda, R-H-O-N-D-A. So, here we go. Hello, Jeff. Hello, it's me. It's Rona Mitra. I'm, I'm here with my, my, li my little man, my little autumn bear. And we are here to wish you um, congratulations on the first anniversary of your podcast, which, as we understand it, from Rachel that um, the podcast was created in honour of your mum, which is just lovely. And uh, apparently this is first year, and I hope it's gone wonderfully and that you've enjoyed it. And congratulations. I did a little bit of a podcast myself for a while and very time-consuming. So um, well done you, and may it have many more years of success. And I think that's absolutely divine that you are honouring your mum. I think more people should. Um, my, my sanctuary here actually, which where I rescue little muppets like this and my lovely horses, which I don't know if you know anything about, but that's in honor of my mum as well. So it's, it's a wonderful thing to pay a tribute to somebody that you hold so dearly in your heart and to carry a torch for them and to continue that in their, in their name and their, their humor and their love and their spirit. So, um, yeah, lovely work. And um, I'm honoured to have been asked to 
have been the person, or maybe I'm one of many, to, uh, to send you a message. And I hope you're faring well and taking care of yourself and that life is treating you kindly, even though it's been a bit of a wacky couple of years. But um, take care of yourself. Uh, we all, uh, his brother and sister are off scamping around being naughty. We've had, sorry, excuse my appearance, by the way, I've had quite a morning of giving, giving medicine to various different animals. So it's been a little bit, I'm a bit bedraggled, but that's what happens when you're on a farm. It's not so glamorous. Suits me much better, but no, there's no red carpet looks here, I'm afraid. And no fangs, no guns, no swords. I'm not sure what you might be uh, familiar with as far as my work is concerned, but nope, this is, uh, this is welly boot territory down here. Anyway, much love to you. Sorry, I've been warbling on. Say, let me get this little man up so you can see his face because he's just too handsome. Come here, come and say hello. Let me cuddles. Oh, this one I found on the side of the road with his brother and sister when they were four weeks old. They were put in um, a rubbish dumpster. Can you believe it? Anyway, I took them home in the middle of a storm and I thought I'll keep them until they're big enough to adopt and I have all three of them because I'm a, I'm a mug, aren't I? But they are absolutely my angels and apparently you walk dogs so you know all about it. Anyway, much love to you. Congratulations again and maybe we'll meet one day. All right, darling, take care. Bye. Our movie. Now, the F word is going to come into this one, so prepare yourself. If you have little children sitting around, send them out of the room, put uh, things on their ears, earmuffs or whatever, because this is Joe Pesky from Casino, talking about a guy that would literally F up a cup of coffee. Great scene. Joe Pesky, great actor. So this past week, I watched three movies in the last four days with Joe Pesky, my cousin Vinny which he got to be with Marissa Tomei. Wow. Um, Home Alone. My grandson loves Home Alone. So Joe Pesky goes from being that lawyer in New York with that bad toupee and my cousin Vinny. Then he goes to Home Alone, where he's the bad bumbling bandit. And then he goes to Casino and Goodfellas, where you know he's just absolutely great. And it's a great scene. I've seen this movie so many times, and I was watching it the other day. I'm like, what a great coffee scene. So we'll let you listen to it again. And then next week for a coffee review is going to be from This Is Us. If you're a This Is Us fan, which Pam and I are, um, this past week they had a great coffee scene. We'll play that one next week. So, the, But this week, enjoy the Joe Pesky part. What are you doing what you want? What else? The only trouble was Pescata was a disaster. This guy could fuck up a cup of coffee. What are you doing out there? Our coffee review, I ordered from the Black Rifle Coffee Company. And on their bag, it says Beyond Black, and it's a dark roast. And it came in a great camouflaged box, which was really cool. Had that this morning, actually, on a Thursday. And it was so good. Nice and strong, very bold. Just a great, and I like dark roast over light roast, and it was so good. Very highly recommended, uh, and it supports veterans too. I follow them on Instagram, and I follow them on LinkedIn. Just a great organization. I'm glad I ordered it, and bottom line, it's great coffee. So if you get a chance, order it, Black Rifle 
coffee company and I got the dark roast. If you want, go to uh, their website. I ordered it, had it delivered. And again, it came in this cool camouflage, camouflage box. Yikes. So they're at www.blackriflecoffee.com, whatever your flavor is. Go on their website. Again, they support the veterans and uh, a great cup of coffee. And there's nothing better than a great cup of coffee. And the smell, again, a great smell of coffee and bacon. You can't beat both of those. Just like coffee and a smile, great. Okay, let's go to 1973. And last week I was talking about the car my old man brought home. Um, this is when I turned 16. It's the fall. And I would walk over to Don's Drive-In on 119th and Halstead, and, or 119th and Ashland. Uh, at Don's Drive-In, our buddy Jay, who lived up the block, he had a car. And, but he had to work till 1 or 2 in the morning. So I'd walk over there, and he would let me use his car. No questions asked. So I take his car one night. I just got my license in July when I turned 16. It's the fall, so I'm driving. I thought, well, hell, I'll go to Bridgeport, back to the old neighborhood. So I drive up Western, go all the way up Western. Um, so I went from 119th and Western all the way to Archer and Western, which is like, I don't know, 31st, something like that, 26th. Going to Bridgeport, driving around. I'm on 31st. I make a right. And I think it was Emerald. Make a right on Emerald. People are yelling at me. I'm thinking, wow, they're like, you know, recognizing me and are saying Beaver's back in Bridgeport. This is really cool. So I'm like half waving and I'm like, hey, how you doing? How you doing? All of a sudden, a squad pulls up behind me. Cop comes out. He goes, you know what you're doing? I go, well, yeah. I said, I'm driving, you know, up up the street. He goes, uh, it's a one way. I go, yeah, I know. I said, you know, I'm heading out. He goes, you're going the wrong way. I go, what? He goes, you're going the wrong way. And then it hit me. This is what people were yelling at me. I was going the wrong way. So he takes my license. He looks at it and he goes, do you have a brother named Joe? I go, yeah, yeah, I got a brother named John. He goes, okay, you have to be licensed back. He goes, get off this street. It's a one way. You're going the wrong way. And he looks at me. He said, tell your brother, Joe, Cliff gave you a break. I know the guy's last name, but I won't give it out on here. But he said, tell him Cliff gave you a break. <laughs> that was my one time with the car. Of course, I didn't tell anybody about it. I told Joe about it, but that was our little secret. Um, I didn't get a ticket. Then the next time, a couple weeks later, in October, I go to get his car, and I go over to Bowling Alley. There's Rich Hammett in there. I know I always say he's a great guy, great kid, and he was. I'm telling him I got a car. He goes, oh. He goes, you know, they got a dance over at Mother of Sorrows. I go, a dance? He goes, yeah. He goes, you want to go? I go, yeah. He goes, all right, look, because Mother Sorrow's on 138th and Western. We were on 124th at the Bowling Alley, 124th and Halston. So it wasn't that far. So I go, why don't we just drive through Cal Park and we can get a couple of girls uh, around in there. He go, he's like, okay. We go into the Burger King. There's a couple of them there. And I said, yeah, we're going, we're going over to Sorrow's to the dance. And they're like, what are you doing? You're going to ride a bike? What are you doing, baby? You're going to walk? And then Rich goes, oh, no, he's got wheels. And they're like, look at him. And they're like, you got wheels? Yeah. I go. They're like, beef, you got a car. I go, yeah, I got a car. Because they were so used to seeing me walking around it, nobody could believe that I had a car. He's like, we're going to Sorrows. And two of them actually went to Sorrows. They're like, well, they got a dance. He goes, that's where we're going. You want to go? So 
it was me, Rich, and I think we squeezed in four girls in the back. We get to the dance. He's a good-looking kid, let's just say that. So he, uh, he, he's got all of these girls hanging on him, you know, and I'm like his chauffeur. He goes, uh, you know, you want to leave with a couple of girls? I go, I don't know. We brought the four here. He goes, well, they can call their parents and have them pick them up. I go, I can't. <laughs> I said, I can't do that. I said, I'm friends with them. He goes, well, I got a couple of new friends you might want to meet over here. And he's like, why don't we just drive around with them? I said, I can't. I said, I don't know, man. He goes, come on. He goes, we got two new friends. He goes, we'll come back to the dance and get them. Uh, pick them up later. I go, and the two that we're, we're going to be with, we're taking them home or what are we doing? He goes, we're just going to drive around. <laughs> he goes, I go, okay. So as we're walking to the car, I thought, you know what? I'm good friends with these girls that we had at Burger King. I'm like, I can't do this. So I look at him and I says, I can't do it, man. I said, I can't. He's like, well, give me the keys of the car. I go, oh, no, no. I go, I can't do that either. He goes, nothing's going to happen with them four girls that we took here. And these other two girls are standing here. I go, I know that. I said, but they're friends of mine. He goes, you don't want to drive around with these two, but you want to go back in there? He said, and what, just stand around? I go, yeah. I said, the band actually wasn't that bad. He goes, they're terrible. I go, it's up to you, man. I said, you want to go with them? He goes, well, I don't think they have a car. Waiting for, they're going to get a ride from their dad or something. I go, I'm going back in, dude. I said, I can't, I can't do this. He looks at me, he goes, all right. He looks at them too. He goes, we're going back into dance. <laughs> Some of the names they were calling me, I can't repeat in case this is being taped for quality assurance, but we got into the dance and it was, <laughs> two girls were pissed. So I get back in and I'm telling these four, I said, yeah. I said, Rich wanted to leave with them two over there. They're like, oh, we know them. They're, they're like bitches and this and that. I said, uh, you know, just so you know, I told him, no, that I would rather be with you four. <laughs> he was out. He was all over the place. Man, I just stood with those four. It was fun. And so we stayed till the end. We left as we're driving home. I mean, he wasn't mad. He, he wasn't mad at me. We were good friends. It was really fun at the end when we're driving home. And all of a sudden, this one song comes on, which I really, really like. It's called Dancing in the Moonlight by King Harvest. Fritz turned it up kind of fun because we're all if you know the song it's one of them songs where you could sing along with it you know we have our fun every night dancing in the moonlight it's like one of them songs you crank up it was really cool we we're driving uh, it was almost like the um what is it with wayne's world where they're singing the uh bohemian rhapsody in the car only we're singing dancing in the moonlight It ended up being a fun night. And then another station, they were having a countdown on greatest Beatles songs. And my favorite Beatles song at that time was I Feel Fine. It didn't make it to the top 20 in that list. So I was kind of mad. And they're like, B, we never even heard of that song. I'm like, yeah, okay. Just be quiet and sit in the back there. So dumped them all off at their house, went back to the bowling alley. I hung out at the bowling alley till like 1230. Asked him if he wanted to ride home. He said no, he'd walk home. Went back to Don's driving, dropped the car off, walked home, and that was the end of the night. And it was another great, great night, you know, and uh, one of those really weird, special nights. And I had a car and the next day when I was walking through um, Cal Park, you know, and you see a couple of them girls and they're like, do you still have the car? I'm like, no. 
<laughs> and then all of a sudden, I'm back to being just Beavis walking around. Rich Hammond, he was really good. We hung out later on a couple other nights with the car, and um, it was fun with that guy. And he was a, he was a good bowler, too. That's it for this week. Next week is Memorial Day, Memorial Day weekend, and we're going to put a really good video out on Instagram next weekend. And if you haven't gone on Instagram, you should, because I put a great video on there with that my favorite council song, The Rain, The Park, and Other Things. And I used my props, a chair and a Starbucks coffee cup that I used permanent marker on. So that smile is going to be, that's coffee and a smile that will never go away on that cup. Um, I get a lot of views on it. So we're going to have a great video. And then uh, May 29th is my old man's birthday. I'm going to have a great story about him on there. It's going to be really good. I'll drink my can of hams in his honor. I'll have a great story about him, but it will be his actual birthday. He would have been, um, my gosh, let's see. He was born in 1924. So producer, give me crunch some numbers here. Oh, how old my old man have been? 102? 90? 98? If, yeah, he'd be 98 if he was born in, if he's born in 24. It's you, you had to take your shoes off to count? Yeah. Okay. No, I, I couldn't get the mute to, to turn off. Pam and I have always said there's some people you just can't imagine being old. My dad was one of those people. So we'll uh, do a little uh, birthday celebration for him along with Memorial Day veterans that have passed away uh, serving their country, our country. So thank you again. Take care. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S number five, T-H-S-O-N. Okay. Any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B-S five S-O-N at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five S-O-N at gmail.com to my mom again who always said two things will make a day go by better coffee and a smile if you put those two together you're going to have a good day thanks again for joining us with coffee break with mary b's fifth son join us next week where we continually talk about coffee which we all love thank you thanks for joining us i'm your host jeff balser the intro was by yvonne two elements thank you uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. At that dance, okay, they had this band. I think these girls thought it was going to be M&R Rush. And it ended up being these older white guys they acted like they were the temptations. They would go up there doing their hand stuff and they're all core they like a coordinated. I mean, they weren't bad. They were they were they weren't bad at all, but it was kind of weird watching these guys doing this. Okay. So yeah, and then uh, but it was funny with uh with Rich. <laughs> Them girls, that was like they weren't bad looking either. And he's just like oh you know, man. It was really, yeah, but you know what, though? You call me anything you want, but I was loyal to my friends. And those girls treated me right when I would show up at, you know, when they'd sit on their porch, they'd bring little chips and, you know, iced tea and everything. There was no way I could do that to them. 
Plus, the one worked at worked there, Burger King. I needed that free Whopper with no mayonnaise. Okay. So, yeah, I was loyal. And Rich knew that. He figured it out at the end. Okay. So we went. We well, I would get that car, and him and I would go to different places later. Okay. But that was a night where I wasn't going to stiff my friends. Because, again, those girls were good friends of mine, and I was not going to leave them you know, because I knew what was going to happen. We would have gotten in that car and drove away, and I would have never came back. And they would have had to find a way back home, back to Kelp Park. And um, it wasn't going to happen. And then when he said, well, give me the keys, I'm like, oh, that ain't happening. I won't see you for a week. <laughs> but the guy, Jay, would let us use the car, okay? Especially me. I would walk over there. You know, he lived up the block. But remember when I told you about Midnight Movers? He was the first one on our block where we see him on Friday night. Saturday morning, he's gone. The house is empty. Like what I told you with um, Goodwill Hunting, where at the end, Ben Affleck's looking in the window and everything's gone. That's what he had, this big picture window. And on Saturday morning, they were gone. But he was a good guy. His dad was a good guy, too. You know, I think they moved to Tinley Park or Orland Park. But, uh, yeah, but he would let me use his car all the time. And when I got a paper out, he'd let me use his bike. So they, they were good. Yeah, they were good. Uh, he was a good guy. Never any problem. Just hand me the keys. I'd walk. And that was a long-ass walk from 124th, 123rd normal, all the way to where he was at. And uh, like 119th, I think it was Ashley. But, yeah, but get that car. And them girls were in shock. You have a car. Beef has a car. He's got wheels. 